Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. My name is Tai Bartolaniu and I am the radio host assistant for the New Heights Show on Education and the New Heights Educational Group. I would like to remind everybody that this show is live on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My name is Tai Bartolaniu. Last time I talked about body shaming and the effect of body shaming. Body shaming is the act of making inappropriate and negative comments about another person's weight or size. Fat shaming, skinny shaming, food shaming, body hair shaming, and pretty shaming have been identified as some forms of body shaming. Extensive levels of body shaming can have negative emotional effects, including a reduction in self-esteem and other issues such as anxiety. On this week's show, we'll be talking about self-esteem. What is self-esteem? Self-esteem refers to how highly you regard yourself and your abilities, regardless of how others regard you and your abilities. This is what distinguishes it from other people's esteem. Self-acceptance entails adopting a a more compassionate and loving attitude towards yourself, as well as accepting all aspects of yourself, the good, the bad, and even the ugly. Low self-esteem can have a negative impact on almost every aspect of your life, including your relationship, your job, your school, making friends, and your health. Let's say you have a very positive opinion of yourself and your competencies, while everyone else has a very negative opinion of you and your abilities. In this case, you have a high level of self-esteem, even though others have a low opinion of you. Also, consider the following scenario. You have low self-esteem and confidence in your abilities, while everyone in the world has high self-esteem and confidence in your abilities. In this case, you have very low self-esteem, although other people think highly of you. We, we are still human, we are gorgeous, but in, in perfect being attempting to do the best we can. Yet, all too often, we hold ourselves to impossible standards, actually judging our failures while ignoring our successes. Low self-esteem and teenagers, while it can be normal for a teenage to lack confidence at times, people with self-esteem issues normally view themselves differently from how others view them. 
Low self-esteem can be particularly hard for young people, especially when they are doing things like starting a new high school or work or forming a new friendship and relationship. Keep reading to understand self-esteem issues that may come up for your teenager and ways to help your child feel better about themselves and their capabilities. This can help if you as a parent suspect your child is suffering from low self-esteem or you want to learn how to, how to build your child's self-esteem or you would like to identify the causes of your child's low self-esteem. How can low self-esteem affect teenagers? When someone has low self-esteem, they tend to avoid situations where they think there is a risk of failure embarrassment or making mistakes. This can involve schoolwork, um, making friends, trying out new activities, which are all important parts of a healthy teenage life. If the low self-esteem is not identified and treated, then it can lead to problems such as relationship troubles or difficulty making friends, negative moods such as feeling sad, anxious, ashamed or angry, low motivation, poor body image, drinking alcohol or taking drugs to feel better. Characteristics of low self-esteem. Typically, a person with low self-esteem will be extremely critical of themselves, downplay or ignore their positive qualities, judge themselves to be inferior to their peers, use negative words to describe themselves such as stupid, fat, ugly, or unlovable. They sometimes have discussions with themselves. This is called um, self-talk. They are always negative, critical, and self-blaming. They assume that um, luck plays a large role in all their achievements and doesn't take the credit for them. They also blame themselves when things go wrong instead of taking into account other things over which they have no control on, such as the actions of other people or economic forces, then they don't believe a person who compliments them. The causes of low self-esteem, some of the causes may include unhappy childhood where parents or other significant people in their lives, such as Teachers were extremely critical, poor academic performance in school, resulting in a lack of confidence, and ongoing stressful life events such as relationship breakdown or financial trouble, poor treatment from a partner, their parent or carer, for example, being in an abusive relationship, ongoing medical problems such as chronic pain, serious illness, or physical disability, mental illness such as anxiety disorder or depression, seeking help for underlying self-esteem problems. Chronic problems can be demoralizing and lead to self-esteem issues also. Effects of low self-esteem. Low self-esteem can reduce the quality of a person's life in many ways. These include negative feelings, relationship problems, fear of trying, perfectionism, fear of judgment, 
low resilience, lack of self-care, self-harming behaviors. Now let's talk about negative feelings. This is the constant self-criticism which can lead to persistent feelings of sadness, depression, anxiety, anger, shame, or guilt. Relationship problems, for example, they may tolerate all sorts of unreasonable behavior from partners because they believe they must earn love and friendship. They cannot be loved or are not lovable. Alternatively, a person with low self-esteem may feel angry and bully other people. Then, one, or, one other effect of low self-esteem is fear of trying. The person may doubt their, their abilities or what and avoid challenges. Perfectionism. A person may push themselves and become an overachiever to atone for what they see as their inferiority. They may also avoid activities that include other people like sports or social events because they are afraid they will be negatively judged. The person feels self-conscious and stressed around others and constantly look for signs that people don't like them. That is fear of judgment. A person with low self-esteem finds it hard to cope with a challenging life event because they already believe themselves to be hopeless. They have low resilience. The person may care so little that they neglect or abuse themselves, for example, drink too much alcohol. Low self-esteem also puts the person at increased risk of self-harm, for example, eating disorder, drug abuse, and sometimes suicide. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to New Heights Show on Education. My name is Tai Bartolaneo and I am the radio host assistant for New Heights Show on Education. A recap of the first segment was about body shaming, effects of body shaming, which is low self-esteem, characteristics of low self-esteem, causes and signs of low self-esteem. Now, there are some people who have strong self-esteem. Here are some signs of strong self-esteem. Positive self-esteem for teens is important as it, is, as it allows them to try new things, take healthy risks, and solve problems. In turn, their learning and development will be productive and will set them up for a for a healthy and positive future. future. A young person with healthy self-esteem is more likely to display positive behavioral characteristics such as acting independent and matured, taking pride in their accomplishments, their achievements, accepting frustration and dealing with it responsibly, trying new things and challenges, helping others when possible. The confident person is easily spotted and commands attention, but there is a healthy balance between too little 
and too much self-worth. Here are some signs that an individual has the right dose, that is, are immoderate. They know the difference between confidence and arrogance. Is not afraid of feedback. Does not please people or seek approval. They are not afraid of conflict. They are able to set boundaries. They are able to voice out their needs and opinions. They are assertive but not pushy. They are not slave to perfection. They are not afraid of setbacks. They do not fear failure. They don't feel inferior. And they totally accept who they are. How do you improve your self-esteem? Are you thinking about improving your self-esteem? Then let's take a look at some steps which are premised on cognitive behavioral therapy. One is to determine whether or not you are having any trouble, um, troubling condition or situations. Consider the circumstances or situations that seem to lower your self-esteem. Some of the common triggers may be a presentation at work or school, a problem at work or at home or in school, a conflict with your parents, your loved one, a co-worker, or another person with whom you have regular contact with, maybe your teacher, your school administrator, a shift in roles or life experiences, maybe loss of job or the departure of um, your favorite teacher to another school. Two, make a list of your skills and work on improving them. Displaying reliability and accomplishment in aspects of life that makes a difference to us builds self-esteem. Throw more parties if you consider yourself a good cook. Sign up for races and train for them if you are a good runner. In other words, identify your core competencies and seek out opportunities and career that highlight them. As a teenager, highlight those core competencies you know you are good at and go for them. Three, recognize your thoughts and beliefs. Pay attention to your thoughts about troubling situations once you've identified them. This includes the thing you tell yourself, that is self-talk, and how you interpret situations. Positive, negative, or neutral thoughts and beliefs are possible. They can be rational based on facts and logic, or, in, or irrational based on self-belief. Check to see if those beliefs are correct. Would you tell a friend these things? Don't say things to yourself that you wouldn't say to someone else. Use hopeful statements. Treat yourself with kindness and encouragement. Instead of thinking your presentation or your schoolwork won't go well, try telling yourself things such as, even though it's tough, I can handle this situation. Forgive yourself. Every one makes mistakes and mistakes are not permanent they are just a reflection of the type of person you are they are isolated moments in time tell yourselves uh, you can tell yourself i made a mistake fine but that doesn't make me a bad person 
Avoid should and must statements. If you find that your thoughts are full of these words, you might be putting yourself in unreasonable demand and he, and on others. Removing these words from your thoughts can lead to more realistic expectations. Focus on the positive. Think about the parts of your life that work well. Consider the skills you've used to cope with challenging situations. Consider what you've learned. If, if it was a negative experience, what might you do differently the next time to create a more positive outcome? Relabel upsetting thoughts. You don't need to react negatively to negative thoughts. Instead, think of negative thoughts as signals to try new healthy patterns. Ask yourself, what can I think and what, what can I do to make this less stressful? Encourage yourself. Give yourself credit for making positive changes. For example, you should say my presentation might not have been perfect, but my colleagues ask questions and remain, remain engaged, which means that I have accomplished my goal. Four, effectively manage your expectations. When your expectations are not met, you are not you are setting yourself up for frustration, disappointment, and other negative emotions. And unless you are you have excellent emotion management skills, being constantly bombarded with um, strong negative emotions makes it easy to fall into self-defeating bad habits like self-judgment, non-aggressive communication, and avoidance or isolation. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. We've been talking about low self-esteem and what you can do to increase your self-esteem. We can simply avoid a lot of painful emotional experiences as well as self-esteem crushes that come to us if we have fewer or more realistic expectations. Get rid of self-criticism and replace it with self-compassion, unfortunately. When our self-esteem is low, we are more likely to damage it by being critical of ourselves. We must replace self-criticism, which is almost always completely useless, even if we feel compelling, with self-compassion, if our goal is to improve our self-esteem. When your self-critical inner monologue arises, ask yourself what you would say to a close friend in your situation, like... Will you be more compassionate to your friends than you are to yourself? And direct those comments you might have said to your friends to yourself. This will help you avoid further damaging your self-esteem with critical thoughts and instead help you build it up. Acknowledge and accept compliments. One of the, mo one of the most critical parts of improving self-esteem is that we are more resistant to praises when we are dissatisfied with ourselves. 
even when we need them the most. So even if compliments make you uncomfortable, make it a goal to tolerate them when you receive them and they will definitely come. Preparing simple set responses and training yourself to use them automatically whenever you receive positive feedback help a lot. Um, training such as thank you or how kind of you to say this is the best way to avoid reflective reactions such as rejecting compliments. The desire to deny or reject compliments will fade over time which is a good sign that your self-esteem is improving. Even though this may appear to be a simple and straightforward concept, it is critical to understand that self-esteem is determined by how you value yourself rather than how others value you. Because this simple understanding is ultimately the key to quickly and easily achieving high self-esteem. Lastly, seek out support to build self-esteem. If at any time you are worried about your mental health or the mental health of a loved one, see your doctor for information, advice, and if you are having trouble improving your self-esteem or if low self-esteem is causing problems such as depression, discuss your issues and get advice from a trained therapist. Then you can talk to a trusted friend or loved one about your self-esteem issues. You can also read books on self-development. Then, lastly, you can take a course in personal development. And here is all I have for you on body shaming and self-esteem. You can reach me by email at olaniyoti at newheighteducation.org. Be sure to join us next week for another topic. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.